This is a headgum podcast. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast, and we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that movie? Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) It is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen (laughs) finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're going to be talking all about it on December 7th, which is a day that will live in infamy <laughs> at White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We right. were just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City. And this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the in the city, or if you want to drive in from. Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. Uh-huh. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the This week on the program, it's a remake with so many plot holes, it's a cinematic Grand Canyon. It's the Stepford Wives from 2004. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sexbot. <laughs> Chris Cabin. Eric Stepford Scott. Jesus Christ. Oh, one was better than the other. <laughs> and we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in to our fine program, as always. Like we said up top, it's the Stepford Wives remake from 2004, directed somehow by the legendary Frank Oz. Uh, legendary puppet performance. Yeah. yeah. That guy, well, what, so what? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, he, directed by a guy known for fisting Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> was he doing the fisting or was he just voicing? I think he did a little bit of both. Yeah. You gotta do, yeah. do you, was, dude, that like yeah, a, was that like a stip, man? You gotta, a you, if you're doing the anal, you got to do the oral. <laughs> How else are you going to get you connect with your puppet character? <laughs> Hold on. I just want to, you know, I want to bring it out. Eric was like, you know what? Today I'm going to be a family friendly yeah. comedian. Yeah, that last. 13 seconds. I am trying to restrain myself. So you you didn't talk about the sound it made when he did it. I didn't to talk Yoda. about the sound. The, yeah, did yeah, I yeah. talk about the sound? No, a little bit of not yet. <laughs> wait, wait, Chris, could you do that again? <laughs> All right. 
It's not me. I didn't do it. <laughs> I think it's a perfect time to bring up, by the way, uh, before we get going, to officially announce, you are hearing it first on We Hate Movies, gentle listener, that uh, us four guys will be back uh, at my uh, other place of employment, oh. the Jacob Burns Film Center, for the fifth annual Halloween movie marathon. A night of family-friendly comedy. <laughs> that is right. Uh, that <laughs> night is Friday, the 26th. Of October. Oh, wait, isn't that No Fisting Friday? It's a No Fisting Friday, unfortunately. Uh, but let me tell you, we will be talking about it to honor. It's not out yet, but I'll tell you, I've seen it. I had a lot of fun with it. I think it's a good movie to honor the new Halloween directed by David Gordon Green. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about one of the worst ones, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. And this will be a live commentary track. We're going to be goofing over the movie. (laughs) Goofing over this girl in a little clown getup. Mm -hmm. But but that's not all. If you get tickets and come on out to Pleasantville, New York, you will get a night of movies. It's a marathon. That's right. Uh, A whole bunch bunch of horror movies, man. I think it's like 10 movies over two screens mm-hmm. and then another theater is going to be full of shorts. I am playing a Wait, lot of movies. two screens this year? Two screens, man. Really? That's Expanding. A new thing. Okay. Expanding. Right. Two screams. That's for two screams. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to have, uh, the way it's going to work is there's going to be like the opening film, then gotcha. we're going to go on and then after that, Branching out two selections for the rest of the night. Gotcha. Uh, the rest of those films will be announced soon, but tickets are already on sale. You want to snag that early bird pricing, man? Go to burnsfilmcenter.org. Click on October 26th. You'll save five bucks if you get your pass before the 17th of October. Uh, to hear us uh, riff on one of the absolute worst Halloween sequels, and then also talk about. Uh, a bunch of other fun stuff, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. We'll see how much we can pay attention sure. to the movie. And this is 2018. Try. If you're this listening is, in the future, <laughs> right, yeah, this, this was for 2018. 2018. Burnsfilmcenter.org for more details. So yes, the Stepford Wives. Um, let me. Can I? Can I, I yeah, yeah. Frank, you got something to start with here? Yeah, Frank Oz's uh, actual directorial. I want to know what you th- everyone thinks the, is his best directing oh, effort. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. We can go around the horn mm-hmm. with this. Guy. Christ, it might be this. Can we and get no, the little no. Spanish flea thing going for this one too? <laughs> He's still looking it up. Well, I know, because Cabin and I were talking about this earlier today, so we did the Death at the Funeral remake in 2007. 17 movies. Okay. Okay. 17? 17. Uh, Dark Crystal, Muppets Take Manhattan. Great movie. I'm not going to count video shorts. Little Shop of Horrors. Oh. uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, another short I'm not going to talk about. What about Bob? Oh, fuck. House Sitter, Indian Mm. in the Cupboard, Uh, In and Out, In and Out. Uh, I bet that movie is more out these days. <laughs> yeah. I haven't rewatched yeah. it with a contemporary lens. Uh, Bowfinger, The Score, Stay Tuned, uh, Stepford Wives, Death at a Funeral, and then he's got a documentary. Yeah, then it's an episode of Leverage. Uh, oh, the no, doc good. about the the Muppet guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will select. What about Bob? Ooh. It's so like those early movies. It's tough, yes. man. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is yeah. fucking that's great. That's true. I, I, Little I, Shop I, is good too. I have to give it to Dirty Rotten Scoundrels just because that's the thing. Ooh. I've I've seen that movie two hundred times probably. <laughs> it's, a, it's a coin flip of uh, Little Shop of Horrors v. Uh, the other one there. Uh, oh, the other one. Uh, what about Bob? <laughs> okay. I'll tell you. I think honestly, just for like sentimentality's sake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really love the Muppets Take Manhattan. Mm. I think that might be yeah. it for me. That That's v- good. might That's be my favorite Frank Oz. I, never, I couldn't get into the Dark Crystal too scary for me as a child. Yeah, I didn't give a shit about that one. I I love Bowfinger, uh, but yeah. that so that would probably be my second. Okay. But, like, I mean, what about Bob? You might it's be perfect. alone there with that opinion too. Really? 
Well, here's a lone opinion. You think anybody out there would say the Stepford Wives? No. No. It's, there's, who is this movie for? Is This movie was a summer release, June 11th. This movie cost $90 million to make. I think this oh, was yeah. a movie. Who is it for? I think it's for the whole family. I think everyone <laughs> I can have fun with this one. How did it cost? I mean, that must have all been actor money because... It's not showing up on the screen. I got to well, be honest. Well, because they cut out a lot of stuff, and they 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 like apparently there was test audiences that hated this movie, rightfully so. Yeah, and they sure. ended up cutting out like all their big CGI effects works. Yes, that um, Bed Midler scene is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. You could find it on YouTube. What, but what are you talking about? The, the scene when Bed Midler is revealed to be a robot is a much longer scene. Yeah, oh, really? It's on. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's like there's a compilation of Stepford Wives 2004 deleted scenes, oh, and this is like. Five Five minutes of like CGI work of her like going haywire, turning into a lawnmower, turning into like a squeegee. Yes. Full on Inspector Gadget is what it goes. 110%. Oh it, even, it looks better than that Matthew Browder Inspector Gadget. <laughs> yes. But it is full Inspector Gadget to the point of which she even, oh, she, her head flies off to s- simulate an orgasm because she's going haywire. She's oh. doing all the Stepford Wives protocol. And then at the end of it, when her computerized brain thinks sex is over. She opens her chest cavity to reveal a refrigerator full of Bud Light. Yeah. No that's what, fucking way. Yes, that's what your man wants how, after how, intercourse. How does Bud Light not take that and just use that as a commercial? <laughs> that yeah. alone. That, that could be purchase this deleted scene yes. from you. That, dude, that is a Super Bowl ad. Dude, that is, is a Super so Bowl is the, ad. Is the end of the scene then like John Lovitz is like, oh, come on, baby. No, bud, heavy. Well, no, I feel like she's not but, in, he's not in it. Oh, it's, it's Nicole oh. Kidman. Oh, oh, she's not actually having sex. No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, okay. It's just it's like, she's these going, are my features. Yeah, all of her protocols or whatever. Would I you was, like a bud dry? I feel like um, Lovitz, unfortunately, has to be the one stocking that thing. It's like, come here, all right. And he's, yeah. you know, <laughs> he's got to go to the store. Well, I think this... This may as well be the thing to start with. There's this gigantic plot hole that I mentioned at the start of the film. There's two things given in this movie as to what these things are. Sure. At one point in the movie, they're robots. Like full-on robots. Like, is it it Faith Hill who has the fucking ATM shoot money out of her mouth? which is disgusting to look at. No, that's not her. What fucking Faith Hill has, she has her neck broken, essentially. Oh, Oh, right, right. Yeah, oh, she has like a malfunction and she's sparking and shit. But then also, we're told in this movie... By like Christopher Walken or something. It's like it's just some microchips. <laughs> you plant some microchips in yes. your brain, and I'm like, how the fuck did this movie get put into theaters with this egregious fucking error in it? And it gets it gets. We'll get to it towards the end, but like it gets so much more confusing as it goes along. Right. It just yeah, it just it doesn't. And like usually in a movie like this, it's like, ooh, what's the thing? But the movie doesn't know what the thing is. <laughs> You know what I mean? So the, I mean, like the Stepford Wives. Obviously, it's a, a woman what? goes to a community with her husband, and she's like, "What's going on?" With it's like a fucking "Are you afraid of the dark?" situation. It kind of is. Now, Eric, <laughs> it's based on a book, but Eric, you rewatched yes. the movie from the seventies, and it's like more right. of a horror film. I've never seen. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's just you know that one. It's it's very long. It's a slow burn, but it's it's pretty good. It's like Get Out or something. It's it, it's it's very you know satirical about suburban conformity and it's like you move to the suburbs and suddenly your husband's hanging around with like the men's association yeah. and it's a pretty chilling movie yeah, if yeah. and they're, and they're robots in that 
Um, yes, yeah, sort of. Yeah. No uh, microchips. <laughs> towards the end of the movie, she she actually stabs one of her friends that has totally, ch- completely changed her personality. Uh-huh. You don't know that any of this robot stuff's going on, really, right, at all. Right, right. It's very, like, kept kept hidden towards the end. And, like, it goes through her, and it's like, like it's nothing. And then she goes home and sees that there's another version of her that's getting ready. And then, you know, this... Well, yeah. You go. Yeah, yeah. You, you could see it. I think what they were doing. I mean, the problem I think is that they needed to have an ending where everybody was alive still, because in the book and I think in the movie they just kill them and there's robots now. Yeah, that, and which that's makes, just it. Which You're makes like more replaced. sense. It's more. It's more. It's it, that's satire. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's mm. saying something. Yeah, like you're literally like wiping this woman off the face of the earth yes. and replacing it with a robot, not just a microchip that like. Matthew Broderick dumb acidly presses a bunch of buttons and deactivates them. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck. Like, this movie, like, what a disaster. What an embarrassment. How are you still in business? This is a disgrace. <laughs> you- uh- I can't even stand it. Pick one. A robot or a microchip. Did no one say anything to anyone? So this movie opens with yeah. Nicole Kidman is a high-powered, The run. she runs a TV network, uh, what seems to be a successful one, it's at this impossible conference EB, where like EBS, yeah. the new reality. Yeah. That's uh Is it stupid. a network that just does reality shows? Is yes. that the idea? Yeah, and it's like she's, ETV or whatever. It's like right? kind right. of the, the upfronts, I guess you'd call it. Like where you are saying what what the new shows are. Right. And the first one she shows <laughs> is uh it's called um what is it? Balance ba- of Power. There you go. And it's about it's like a, a dating show with Meredith Vieira of all people. Well, well, you can well, you can you, know you can get a, a, a whiff of the 2004 with Meredith Vieira oh, hosting who, who, a game I'll tell show. You coming next for the 2004 man. Whoa. No, I know, but the, you see her turn around in this chair, and I was like, who wants to give a shit? <laughs> uh, final answer. <laughs> would you call? Would you have to phone a friend to give a shit? Oh, Steve, please give a shit. I'm on this game show. Ooh. Who's hosting it? Meredith Vieira, sorry, bud. Ask like. the audience. Oh, yep, nope. Half of them give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Does that narrow it down for you? <laughs> so, Steve, what is the what is the uh, the gimmick behind Balance of Power? Well, we only see the lightning round. It's a husband and a wife, and it's like you have to buzz when the statement is you and it's about like, you, right? about you. It's like who makes more money, and the woman's like, I do. Who has a bigger IQ? I do. Who has a better who's better at sex i am and then like there's this thing the last one is who wants to be married to a hot lesbian and they both say yes right uh-huh. well, dude you know what lesbians are sir <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but married to me so i do yeah, no 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 but yeah, yeah, she's, I don't she would be married. a lesbian yeah. you see a lesbian, like this my dude, property. Oh, that's I'm what it is, man. though. This dude thinks that him being married to a lesbian gives him a fucking skeleton key to three ways. Yes. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. That is yeah. what it's played for. <laughs> yes. No, sir. You need therapy. Because <laughs> remember, guys, if uh, in two thousand. Four, like late 2004, because mm-hmm. this was clearly on video mm-hmm. fucking six months later. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we went into a, a blockbuster video, this would be listed under the comedy section. Uh, oh, That's this- where you would find the standard deaf DVD. <sighs> and why is it a horror movie? Or like, it, this is like, thinks it's a Tim Burton movie and it's not. Like, the, the score right. is Danny Elfman <laughs> blink, blink, bloop, bloops. Well, you will be shocked to find <laughs> out. 
our, our, uh, our buddy, Mr. Burton, was attached to direct this that at one point. That makes perfect Not sense. Not shocking in the least. Yeah. Uh, then we have another program. So the music and Christopher Walken were left over from Tim Burton. Tim, you're going to leave the score here. I guess I'll stay. Uh, yeah, uh, Chris, uh, you know what? I, you know, I, I got kids. I got to go see that. Tim, you left me holding the bag in this shitty robot movie. <laughs> had to carry the whole film. Chris, you know, I, I've been watching your other movies. I think this is about it. I think this is where you are now. You know, I punched Frank Oz right in the dick. <laughs> Bring it on, old man. You might be right. I'm just going to go do a... Uh... Fat Boy Slim video. <laughs> I think I'm going to do music videos now. And only that. Uh, the next one is a oh, survivor yeah. type show. It's called I Can Do Better. Uh-huh. Hosted by uh, uh, Billy Bush. Man, is that funny to look at. That was- but just looking at Billy Bush at all. Yeah. You know what he's kind of got going on in 2004? Little bit of a Billy Bush mullet. Oh, sure, yeah. The it's tiniest like, bit oh, of a mullet on this guy. We all had a Billy Bush mullet <laughs> back then. And so he's supposed to be like a Jeff Probst survivor host. And this show is, they take a married couple, mm-hmm. bring them to an island populated solely with prostitutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> male but, and female. Uh-huh. And you get to like hang out with prostitutes for a week, and then you come back, and it's basically like, "Hey, did you fuck or what?" It's like that Temptation Island show, which was oh, a thing, yes, right? Yeah. yeah, I think they had to cancel that due to all the venerial diseases caught uh-huh. in the hot that, that tubs. Sounds mm-hmm. accurate. The army of hot tubs they had on that. show. We're gonna do Temptation White House. <laughs> oh, Billy Bush is back. He's hosting. <laughs> Problem with Billy Bush is that he always, he ex- always feel, he li- he's still living. He exists. That's right. a problem. To he's like with. if uh, 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 Ryan Seacrest fell in a vat of stupid acid. I, I feel like he has to take pills for him to stop turning into a Max Headroom situation. Yo, <laughs> yeah, that would actually be a good look for him. He well, he is like yeah, it. he's a Stepford. Whatever, he's just a Stepford person. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's because of like all the souls his uncle like harvested throughout? Oh the world? yeah, man. Yeah, totally. That's that how dream. he was born, dude. He's just a collection of stolen souls. Mm-hmm. So the contestant on this show, one is Mike White, and then the other, the woman is yeah, just, just actress. some actress. Uh, but Mike White is important uh, because well, it's Mike White, so you can spot this guy from a plane in the middle of the night. And again, like it's this sort of. <laughs> That's a it's, joke about how he's pale. Yeah. It's a, I like it. It's your class. We're, we know what the theme of this movie is immediately because first you have the 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 woman in the in the first bit get, makes more money. This time it's Mike White being next to this gorgeous woman being like, "Well, you know, I I I got really close to something, but I I kind of just made a good friend, and I would never cheat on my wife." And then they go to the the woman, and she's like, "Well," and then all of these people come out. She fucked like the cast of a porno movie <laughs> is the gag, yeah. and then some other like Samoan stripper. Yeah, it's some, like I I don't know. You cool. know who this uh, Samoan dude kind of reminded me of though? The guy who played Maniac or not Maniac Cop? Uh, 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 what the fuck was he? Kind of looks uh, like Robert Zadar a little bit. <laughs> no, uh, but another movie Zadar was in that we did. Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, American Samurai Sa- Cop. Samurai. He looks like Samurai oh. Cop. This guy a little bit. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. I thought, like, because when he's revealed, he's, like, in silhouette. And I was like, oh, fuck, Samurai Cop. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. 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 Disappointed. Literally just some dude. And she's like, yeah, so I'm just going off to, like, fuck this baseball team's worth of people I have here. We're going to just, you know, we're going to be a poly family, man. We're going to build a house in the middle of the desert and just make it happen. And then what? Like, kill Sharon Tate? (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, the that next could also, step in that. Dude. Yeah, that's, well, I mean, that's how all of those things fucking end, dude. I don't care how utopian you think yeah. yours is or how great your fucking community farm is. You're all yeah. killing each other it, by the end of it. It always starts with tilling the fields and then slaughter. <laughs> killing always. the fields. So we come back to Nicole Kidman. And she's like, that's why this is going to be the best season ever. Then Mike White shows up. And he's got a gun, and he t- he's like, I have a new show for you. It's called Kill All the Women. Let's kill all the women. Yeah. And it's like, by the way, it's Mike White trying to be like tough and crazy. Yeah. Oh, stick to writing. It's yeah. so crazy how like this was like Mike White in this scene was like an outliner. Uh, outliner. Ooh. Out, outlier, outlier. There it you. is. In society in 2004, like, oh, what a crazy notion. And now it's <laughs> half of men. <laughs> go on Twitter, go on anywhere. Everyone's uh, saying this, saying that. This, this is a black eye for EBS, though, because the fucking, the, the, the security guards have him. <laughs> yes. And he, he, they don't check him for a gun. They're just like, yeah, let him go. Well, it's also on Nicole Kidman because she's like, oh, no, let him in. It's fucking Gary yeah, from whatever no. the Fuck. But they, and she's trying to like spin it and yes. like make a moment out of it. Yeah, no. they're doing the thing. And the security guard's got like one loose hand on his shoulder. Yeah. Like that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, if this dude is barging into, I think this is supposed to be like Radio City or yeah. something. Uh, like, uh, excuse me, Miss Kidman, this maniac wanted to speak to you <laughs> in the middle of your speech. Oh, right this way. <laughs> uh, so he fires at her and like he doesn't shoot her. Uh, luckily, he doesn't get her. He tries to kill her, but he doesn't get her. And then uh, we cut to her being fired by her boss because apparently, and this is the other thing about this movie is like, this should be a dark comedy. And they're like, well, actually, what Mike White did was the other night he actually shot all of the people in this porno movie yeah. and 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 his wife. They're all in critical condition, but like, yeah. no, 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 just just go there, like, do it. What? Because what? What is it? We don't matter? see those people. They're yeah, cartoons. There's no I don't care. Fucking, you know, crime scene photography. Yeah, that's not this movie. Have you been listening to the stupid fucking score? <laughs> Six are nearly dead tonight because a man shot his wife and then shot all of her lovers. The door is locked. How do I get out to this movie? Well, oh wait, no that that's Tim's music. I heard the but a little 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 part. That's got to be where Tim is. Do you think that's how you like trick him into coming on? This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now, Mister Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. 
You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. You just play it from a boombox and it's like Christopher Walken like jumps out from behind a bush like, Tim? Tim Burton? Look, is that you? Look, look, Frank, this is all you have to do. Just turn on the radio like this, turn it off when he's done. It's real simple. Real simple. You want a cape? I should wear a cape, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, I'll do whatever you want, Frank Oz. So she's fired. She has a nervous breakdown. Uh, So then we cut to they're moving to Stepford, Connecticut. Well, Matthew Broderick's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Those people did the worst thing to you. You know what, sweetheart? I quit the network, too, even though I'm a VP. VP of what, question mark? Yeah, uh, don't even bother to get into it. Uh, we're going to move to a Connecticut. And then, look, there's so many, like, short little scenes just to sort of make this movie a movie. To really, I mean, this is, like, 94 minutes long or something like that. <laughs> really trying to get any scrap we can and just tape it to the side of this movie. Well, the, the beginning of the movie, the cre- it's got a very generous credit sequence. Oh, I was thinking the same thing, dude. Like, it's going, it's, like, all this, like, old footage of, like, 1950s, like, housewives of the future kind yeah. of thing. Some of the worst fucking font you'll ever see by the way just garbage we're, font up front you we're, we're trashing fonts now i'm trashing everything <laughs> about this piece of shit fucking movie dude i'm sweating over here i hate it so much you leave bodini alone you son of a bitch <laughs> but it's like you're getting down you keep the- your hands off my bodini oh it's my like- god steve's got a gun <laughs> It's like, oh, we're crediting graphic designers, mm. production designers, 
costumes like all up front and you're like you know, oh man you like, know what why don't we put this very special thanks up here too <laughs> yeah. and uh, all well, the company logos kodak let's put that up here. it felt like it was good it was like trying to be a classic movie like this well, is going to be a classic it, film guys. it reminded me a lot of the opening credits to first wives club is yeah. kind of yes, similar, similar yeah. and it's written by the same guy i think oh paul rudin yeah funny or enough paul rudnick, wait rudnick, the credits yeah. are written by the same guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh when this movie ended amazon was like up next the first wives club mm-hmm. <laughs> so how about that but no i think scott rudin is a producer yes, on this right yeah. well yeah that's the other thing too is that this movie about you know men who make their wives into i mean it's about a lot of things but it should be about men it who thinks make them, it's about a lot of things. Uh, men who make their wives into submissive whatever so it should be like you couldn't find one woman to either co-write the movie, produce the yep. movie, no, direct no, no. the movie. No, 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 no. Don't worry, ladies. We got it. <laughs> exactly. You, no, 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 no. Your experience will be on the screen, I promise you. <laughs> just just stand over there. So another, like, totally offensive thing to me watching this movie is it's also peppered with a bunch of, like, uh, New Yorkers jokes. Oh, yeah, man. Because it's a lot of, like... Because they're moving from Manhattan to Connecticut. So right meanwhile, up front, meanwhile, it's like... you're in like Fairfield, Connecticut, where everyone commutes to Manhattan to begin with. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's a lot of like, well, what are, what are, you know, of course, what are we doing, honey? We're moving to Connecticut. That's the best way to wipe the city stink what? off of you. What's the... Is this... Is this the lawns I've been hearing about? <laughs> yeah. I've been hearing about these all around. You can't wear black anymore because we li- we live outside the city. Yeah, like floral patterns. And <laughs> can this movie make a decision about race at all? Like it's no. it's it's about like the, the whole idea. I think is about. You know, you move to the suburbs. It's this, this reactionary '60s kind of thing. Like you try uh, and get called this white back. flight. Exactly, and but there, there are like there is an Asian guy and there is a black person. They don't have lines, but like mm. you're better off leaving those people out actually to make it pure white. So it, like you're actually making a point as opposed to like oh, so you want pure white <laughs> in this if you're trying to make this. <laughs> you know point. what's funny is um, in the 1975 version, this is kind of a f- amusing sort of part <laughs> about race in that uh-huh. movie is um, an older woman is talking to um, the star of the movie, the Catherine Rosser, yeah. and uh, saying like, oh, you know, there's a, a black couple is moving into town. Yeah. And, you know, I knew this was coming because Stepford is the most liberal town in Connecticut or whatever. And she's like, what are you talking about? How is it liberal here? <laughs> and, she, and then the old lady says, we had the first Chinese restaurant. Oh, that's, yeah. Oh, See, that's like, that, is their, that is the metric of being liberal, is tolerating Asian food existing. <laughs> Letting them cook for you. <laughs> but yeah, to Steve's point, like either do it or don't. Exactly. Because you can't say you're doing it and then you're showing something else. Exactly. It just, it, it's, a, it's a bad extras problem. Or like, yeah, exactly. Or have, or have a black couple in there and like make that part of the movie. Well, no, because they, they couldn't, or at least they thought they couldn't, because uh, the group that gets that in this movie yeah. is gay couples. Which makes no sense. Right. It I makes mean, no sense, but that's the one that they're doing. Yes. So it's not like... Oh, Stepford's inclusive. We also have black couples yes. and Asian couples and, you know, yeah. Latin couples or whatever. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's don't worry. Stepford has two gay people. <laughs> 
and they're white. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, we moved to their house, which is like your house of the future kind of thing. It's a smart house. It reminded me of, has anyone seen... Scorpio! <laughs> well, yes, the Simpsons episode. But also, there's a hilariously awkward and pretty much bad remake of uh, Rear Window from like sometime in the 90s with... Uh, 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 our good friend Superman, Christopher, Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves. Yes. Oh, right. I remember seeing like the promos and stuff. It was this. like post accident, yes. And he plays a dude in a wheelchair who has like a smart house kind yeah. of. With it. It's really weird. Is it a good movie? No. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's right. I think yeah. it was like like made for TV and aired on like ABC or something. It's like the time when they were making the Shining remake. Oh on TV yeah, that's oh the Steven Weber. People will tell you, you know, it's a better movie <laughs> than that Kubrick movie, the yeah. one that aired on television yeah, with Steven okay. Weber. It's yeah. not better, uh-huh. obviously, but I think it's a watchable movie. Sure. I know. mean, it's in I mean, retrospect, it's, like it's probably bad, but yes. like I remember being like, oh. Okay. I know it's more faithful to the book, but sometimes you want someone to. You know who's better get... than Jack Nicholson? <laughs> <laughs> that dude that, that from guy, Exactly. <laughs> you know who's better than Stanley Kubrick? A, a random Canadian. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Did you know, Eric, that actually the 75 version had like four sequels for made for TV movies? No, I did not there know are, that. There's like three or four of them now. Wow. Like the stuff for children at oh, some oh, point. Oh, yeah. No, are you kidding I'm, me, Chris Cabin? I, am not kidding I can't you. wait not to watch that. <laughs> So this house in the future actually comes to nothing, but like it's like, oh look, you you know, it's a self-cleaning house, or it's not a self-cleaning house, but like you know, uh, it, you know, the, the security system is so great, but everyone's just walking inside each other's houses anyway. There's no and, security at all, although they do. This movie anticipated the smart fridge. Yes, it does have a smart fridge. There's a fucking dog that needs to be shot in the head. I don't this know thing's what this disgusting. I don't know what it's this thing not is. Not an actual dog. <laughs> It's like a it's like a CGI robot or whatever. Yeah. Well, we find it, eventually we find out it was a real dog though. Oh, I stopped paying attention. To that. <laughs> oh, okay. There's at one point you see like a painting and it's the dog and she's like looking at the painting, looking at the robot, looking yeah. at the painting, looking at the robot. But like, if you can make photorealist, photorealist, like realistic robot people, yeah. Why is this dog just a CGI cartoon that's farting around? It's. Make a choice about fucking anything, Frank Oz and Paramount Pictures. Uh, oh, okay. On top of the fucking um, shooting shit. Yeah. Can I talk? The electroshock as a joke. Oh, right. Yeah she's, mo- on, she, yeah, she's on. She's talking. Yeah. And she's walking around. Yeah. And she just got done with electroshock. Yeah. And it's just, and look, it's, a, it's like a gag. Like, it's like later in the movie, they talk about uh, the, the people who are against the Stepfords. Are like, oh yeah, what are you on? Prozac, Valium, blah blah blah, you know. Oh yeah, blah, we're talking blah. about pill cocktails oh, yeah. and shit. Yeah. Uh, but that's like leftover late nineties humor, by yes. the way. Sorry to tell you. We meet Glenn Close, <laughs> who's like, hey, I I'm sorry to hear it. <laughs> it's uh she's like, Yeah, welcome to the Stepford, blah blah blah. This is your house. Your toilet will fucking drug test you or whatever. Yes, like, they're, like your toilets are examining all your excrement. And what I think is actually the best part of this smart house <laughs> is there's a button downstairs right in the front door. You can flush all toilets immediately. Simulta- I'm <laughs> I'd be doing wary. that all day. Listen, I'm wary of a simultaneous flush like that, man. I think the roof will blow off the house. <laughs> can't but flush all the toilets at the same imagine time. Imagine this. You you live in a cavernous house like that. This this, this house looks like, like Daniel Plainview's shooting at people in the corridor or something. <laughs> <laughs> and you're having people come over. You have so many bathrooms. You don't know. Yeah. You know, I'd be shitting in a new one every day. 
you're so rich at this point, you're not flushing exactly. the toilet anymore. Okay, yeah, gotcha. no, I'm just, just going to take a shit, not flush it, board up that bathroom entirely, exactly. and forget it was there. Because we're complete crazy town now. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're that rich, that's what you do. You know, you, never, you don't go outside. So we're told by Glenn Close that we have the Stepford... Men's Association and the Stepford Women's Group yeah. thing, which we walk in, they're doing like bad exercises, like in dresses and yeah. shit. And Nicole Kidman's like, What are you doing? You, do you always exercise like this? And she's like, Oh, well, of course, because if our husbands walked in and saw us in drab sweatsuits looking all disgusting. Yeah, it's every man's fantasy for everyone to dress like they're going to the world's worst fucking Kentucky Derby party. That's what that's what every, every man in 2004 was like, oh, my God, I want a woman with a huge fucking hat. Oh, Maron, you see that one? Hey, sweetheart, I love your hat. And like, of course, yes, uh, we said this. Nicole Kidman dresses like dress. I think this movie's, by the way, trying to tell you that Nicole Kidman's not attractive. Yeah, that's sort of their, they're kind of doing. Or they're she's all like, that kind of. A- you could be pretty if you wanted to. Yeah, she's <laughs> Nicole Kidman. No, no, she looks exactly like she does in the film Birth, which I think was also two thousand four. Was probably it? sounds yes. about right. Uh, so maybe it's just all carried over. She's like, no, nah, I'm not going to cut my hair. She's. She, I, I actually think Nicole Kidman's great. I don't think she belongs anywhere near a comedy ever. No, see Bewitched. Oh, Bewitched. Uh, I think To Die For is pretty good, but that's like a, that's like dark enough where like it's almost practically a drama. Yeah, that it's not an outright you know quote unquote comedy. No, 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 no. Um, but it was actually funny because my wife was like, "Which is worse, this or Bewitched?" I never saw it. Uh. Be, Bewitched is terrible, and I think actually Bewitched is the worst movie because. It's it's worse because it's like uh, it's very self reflexive. Like it is being a thing yeah. about the bewitched TV yeah, show. Yeah, like yeah. just make a bewitched movie, yeah. and it would have been totally fine. But it's like she's a witch off camera too. This, this movie is failing completely, but it's trying to do something. <laughs> Bewitched was just a waste of everybody's time. That's right. So are you looking up Nicole Kidman comedies? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to see if there's anything that's worth a damn. But like, she's not funny. Like, she, And like, her being funny in this movie is like being stupid. Like, The character, mm. even though she's very smart, she's like talking kind of weird. It's yeah. not... She's not that's, that's, that's my version of comedy. <laughs> you know what? She's kind of funny in the first Paddington. Mm. Um, but that's oh yeah, right. I she's the villain in she's that. the villain the yeah. first Paddington. It's, she's not bad in that. It's funny when she pees on Zac Efron and the Paperboy. That's pretty. Oh, funny. Well, that's right. just the cinema. That's just amazing. <laughs> she is hilarious, actually. Sorry, uh, in the others. <laughs> yes, <laughs> when she finds that ghost kid on the floor, she is fucking hilarious. It, there's a great comedy called Rabbit Hole that she's in. <laughs> oh my god. And that's what I mean. Like Her whole thing is like the worst shit that could ever happen to a person. Hi, mm, get Nicole right. Kidman in there. Oh, like Australia. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the movie, not the continent, country. And- oh, she's a laugh a minute in Dogville. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she's a modern day Jerry Lewis in Dogville. <laughs> Ah, uh, so then we're introduced to some. You know, she's actually kind what? of funny. I'm Uh-oh. sorry. I'm Uh-oh. sorry. Uh-oh. Here we go. What, what is she in a Holocaust movie? No, she's kind <laughs> of funny. Dead calm. In the hours because that nose is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. well, that nose I, is telling all the well, jokes. She's playing Jimmy Durante, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hat 
Cha 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 cha. Give me some rocks in my pocket. Cha 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 cha. Man, yeah, that guy. Wow, no one has said his name in a long time. I'm actually worried. <laughs> I think it's the first I'm time worried. anyone said Jimmy Durante on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, because that's like your grandfather's uh, comedy. Now I'm wondering, like, if we said his name, is he gonna like haunt us or oh, appear? Mm. You know, because he's just like a Bloody Mary thing. You're yes, thinking, yeah, yes, okay. because no one said the words Jimmy Durante well, in well, a long time. Oh well, shit, we said it three times. Now. Well, what we'll do later tonight during our sleepover is we'll all drink Kahlua and we'll go into the bathroom and yeah, we'll just look in the mirror and say Jimmy Durante. No, I, that's the thing though. I, I swear think... my nose got bigger when I flicked the lights. <laughs> you know, you don't say Jimmy Durante, you gotta say ha-cha-cha three times. Right, 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 right. So yes, we meet some other people that Nicole Kidman can make friends with in this movie. Yes. So one is Bette Midler. Yeah. Uh, who's another New Yorker expat. These are all New Yorker expats. So it's yeah. Bette Midler, who's an author. Mm-hmm. She's married to John Lovitz. Sure. Uh, and then you have Roger Bart, who was like an ad sales guy, something, something. Yeah. He's, He's an architect. And the, oh, the his husband's, husband's the a... corporate lawyer. Oh, okay. I thought... Well, yeah, 2004 partner. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the FYI. Yes. No, but he's saying husband all oh, over this movie. Okay, right, yeah. yeah, he is. Um, but yeah, so it's like... Yeah, Bette Midler's like this sort of like cynical writer kind yeah. of a deal, like almost like a Fran Lebowitz kind of character. Roger Bart is famous to me anyway for saying the N-word in the middle of American Gangster, like having no scenes in that movie, <laughs> coming in, saying the N-word, and then closing a door and leaving. I it's totally insane. For- I forgot about that. Yeah, it's just like he's like he's he's not in the movie, like he's like yelling at who I think it's Russell Crowe. He's like, You think this? And he says the word. And then that's the end of the character. And you're like, wait, what? This is amazing. You had to f- farm out for that word? Well, because I, I wanted to pull up to see, like, because I remember him. He's mm. in, like, the producers. Is he in The Insider? Uh, I'll look in a second, but it's weird because when you go to his IMDb page, immediately on the known for, it's the producers. An American gangster. Yeah, that's, that's it, man. The guy Where has... he's just credited as U.S. attorney. <laughs> exactly. It should be mm-hmm. racist U.S. It attorney. should definitely be racist U.S. attorney. He does like Broadway, I think, right? He's a huge theater actor. Yeah, yeah he does a lot of TV. Uh, when was The Insider? 99. Yeah. 99. Let me see just real quick here. Yes. Sealbach Hotel Man. Because he, he's also yelling in Rus- at Russell Crowe in that movie. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> when Al Pacino is on the beach yelling, I'm like, Get him on the fucking phone. Yeah. He's the guy who's like, get on the fucking phone. <laughs> he, wow. He's like the crow yeller. That's like a very important thing. Dude, the same year he was U.S. attorney, he was also uh, like one of the scumbags in Hostel 2. Oh, nice. Very yeah. Good. I remember I that. I think he's too. the main scumbag in that. He's the, he's the guy. Yeah. yeah. The idea that there would be like this, again, we're talking about like reactionary 60s nonsense. Right. The, and like, because we keep cutting to this men's club where it's all about your dudes being like, we're all smoking cigars. We're drinking neat whiskey. Uh. And like the idea is these are old white guys that want to turn their wives into fuck bots. Like that's, they're bad dudes. They're not yeah. like, and you know who we love? Gay people. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, make, exactly. And it, it, it make, a, make a point of them excluding this guy or something if yeah. that's what you're trying to do. But then they're like, oh, it's fine. Well, their, their meeting should be like chilling, really, really horrible stuff. Yes, exactly. Like they should be put, they're playing like, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> Battle Bots, excuse me. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. But it's it's fucking ridiculous. Like, they, should put, they should be putting like cigars out on each other. Yeah, or like they don't feel watching anything. hardcore pornography. <laughs> really yes. fucked up shit, dude. Like Snuff. stuff machine wouldn't mm. even watch. <laughs> machine leaves the room. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, they're showing movies in Nicolas Cage every night. <laughs> machine is gonna like move out of Stepford. 
It's a little much for machine. Uh, I, I really, you know what? I came here. I had a good attitude about all of this, and then you just showed me who you are, and it's disgusting. <laughs> hey, moving guy, careful with that crate. It's got all my zipper masks in it. Oh, you know, someone like him would probably not be down with this situation because you create you create your victim into a state of bliss that they enjoy you know yeah yeah yeah, they, yeah. The, these robots in, enjoy serving you yeah machine you don't get that. you don't get like the the tortured screams of the young and damned before <laughs> you you know what i mean look guys all i'm saying is i'm missing three knife dildos okay that's all i'm saying here. i came here with them <laughs> they didn't just vanish they're not up my butt are they up your butt also annoying is Roger Bart's character is named Roger. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Come on. Like, just please come on. And they're like, they, they become fast friends. They're very New York, New York this and that. Where There's, are we going to get a bagel? Blah, it's blah. the fucking worst, though, dude. It's the fucking absolute worst joke. There's a fucking three-way, like, punch, punch, punch joke that the three of them do. Oh, right. Where it's like... Uh, how does a New Yorker answer a f- or answer a phone or something like that? Or it's like, oh no, what does a New Yorker do when their friend is sick? And it's like, we call them on the phone to see if they're dead, and who's gonna get the apartment? Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> you might be a New Yorker <laughs> if you call to see if you can get the apartment after they die. That's not. I I say the worst joke in the whole fucking thing is when one of the wives goes up to sexual powerhouse Matthew Broderick. <laughs> oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Looks at his shorts and says, mm, are those Banana Republic? Oh, yeah. No, it's like, oh, no, that, yeah. I know why they call it Banana Republic. Right. Yeah, yeah, they can dude. see the outline of his dick. Yeah. Very- Matthew Broderick's clearly a huge dick, dude. That guy yeah. is yeah. like a fucking... Stop talking about my horse cock in front of my wife! <laughs> Comes with a lead pipe every time. <laughs> If you are constantly <laughs> dependent on a on a public transportation system that has been broken since the late 90s, you might be a New Yorker. <laughs> and you might just vote against your own interests. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't that the truth? <laughs> so they go square dancing. There's a big like community picnic kind of a deal. Yes. And this is when uh, Faith Hill has a malfunction. Right. And right here, I mean, this is like, speaking of Tim Burton, this is an effect straight from Mars Attacks. Yes. Uh, and she's like spinning around and saying the same thing over and over do-si-do. again. Do-si-do, like, do-si-do, 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 yeah, and like, and, like all the dudes like close in on her and yeah. Christopher Walken comes in and yeah. like this is the big reveal of his character, Mike. <laughs> it's like, every somebody get Mike! <laughs> Which is a fucking hilarious name to just yell, by the way. <laughs> Get Mike. Where's Mike? Here's the thing. You Mike. Almost, you almost never need a Mike. <laughs> I have no. never heard somebody say, "Get me Mike." I I've know. never heard it in my life. <laughs> Mike the cleaner man, fucking break it bad. All right. Yeah, but you would just call him and say, "Come here." Yeah. You don't, you don't just yell. Sure. Mike. You don't use my name on the phone, Walter. <laughs> Apparently, this is a. Uh... He, it's Mike from Microsoft. That's I don't even know what that line. Yes, I'm sorry. In, in the 1975 film, there is a guy that says, "Just call me Diz." I used to work at Disney. Oh, yeah. okay. So but I think that's from... where they derived this from. But I'm un- unsure what it even supposed. Well, to be. because because he's the microchip guy that right. puts it in their brains. 
I guess so. so but as, they work it into. But by the way, spoiler alert for the end of this movie, man, this twist ending, it's all Glenn Close. Oh, Christopher Walken's a robot. That's the problem. I mean, I don't know if you want to yeah. talk about it now. We'll talk about it now. It, it makes no fucking sense yeah. that you have a woman behind the whole thing. It's like it's, it's like at the end of Get Out, Lakeith Stanfield does a slow clap, and he's like, I did it the whole time. <laughs> yes. I always wanted old white people to take my body. Like, what are you fucking talking about? It has to be dudes. For it has to be dudes. To, for that to be the final level it yeah. just doesn't make any sense it has to be dudes <laughs> it does it yes. has to be dudes even if it's mike <laughs> mike uh so he he like does this weird like thing where he breaks her neck kind of and like a she, reset or like yeah. power off or something and then know. like uh I don't know, stomp her for a while know, everyone like gets that. everyone's freaked out they it's meet- insane i'm sorry but it's insane that matthew broderick isn't also like well, clearly that's a robot. Yeah. But you don't know what his deal is. You don't know if he got a pamphlet in the mail. Like, yo, dude, you want to make your wife a robot or what? Oh, do you? so do you think he's in on it before they make him in on it? The movie doesn't tell you. The movie doesn't know. The movie has, the movie has no idea what this movie and is. And that would be a really interesting, like, even just to, like, tease it by, like, having him pass it one day while going to, you know, work or whatever. And yes. just, like, having a guy like, hey, let me show you around the house. This is, you know, open a house. Let me show you. Yes, this exactly. A nice, beautiful, smart home. And get that out of the way so fucking Glenn Close doesn't have to do it. Right. <laughs> also, there should definitely be... This movie is in desperate need of, of some sort of... Well, yes, comedy, competence, uh, rich storytelling, <laughs> proper edi- editing. No, it's got it, enough... Of, it's got it's got plenty of plinky notes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm not complaining about the plink factor. The plink factor is fine. I'm talking about you need some sort of private detective character. Oh, yeah. Who's on the hunt for, like, some family that, like, went missing. Right. It's, something, like, something. it's like a... Private investigator that that almost goes to conspiracy. It's like Stranger Things season two with Brett Gelman or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like totally. no one really believes him, but he's like on to something. Maybe, maybe get Martin Balsam back. If he I was, was just gonna alive. say yeah. from Psycho, yes, Abergast, dude, he's probably long dead. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, but so um, they all they all kind of g- gather up. They're like, we have to see what's going on in Faith Hill's house. They get to Faith Hill's. It's uh, the, the three of them: uh, Bart uh, Midler and Nicole Kidman. They go to uh, Faith for Hill's second, house. Sorry for a second. I thought you called her Bart Midler. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just picturing Bette Midler with spiky hair. But you meant Roger Bart, Bart, Bart and Bette Midler. Don't have a cow, man. You're the wind beneath my wings, man. Cowabunga. Yeah. Uh, and they go there, and she's having like a crazy like they're hearing crazy sex noises from the, the from the attic and they're like oh my god wow her sex life must be great and because Roger Bart has to be this character he's like I want to see what's upstairs Ugh. I want some too I'm like what what are you talking about are you you're just going to make a threesome fu- happen I, I want to see heterosexual fucking- sex <laughs> exactly. they leave um we we do see her like t- she comes down the stairs yeah. and they find the remote control for her which yeah. why wasn't that in the bedroom I don't know unless it slipped and fell down the stairs but but there's a remote control button to increase her bus size yes and then like they make her go like backwards up the stairs right yeah. this is after by the way the al bundy joke of hey babe could you give me some nachos yeah exactly post coital nachos Dude, you need I, 
I had the same thought, man. It's like, oh, I just got done fucking how about some nachos? Are you kidding me? Also, like, how hot are these nachos? Am I getting mm. dressed to wear, to eat them? Because I better because hot cheese on my pubes. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no way, dude. No way eating nachos <laughs> in the that's nude. That's a powerful image. <laughs> well, I'm just letting you know. Make By the that, way, uh, <laughs> double jalapeno, double chorizo, honey, if you could do that. When Steve's new album finally comes out, I think it should be called Nachos in the Nude. <laughs> yeah, you know, you could, like, you know, they're like sex robots now. Like, you could eat those nachos <laughs> off of the body, right? Because it won't hurt her because she that's, has no feelings that's anymore. That's a good you point. You just dump all the hot cheese and chorizo <laughs> on top of that her. That thinking. You know, like, you know, those... those those fancy movies where they have uh, they're eating sushi off a lady. Oh yeah, now you're Talk doing about a rising sun. <laughs> I was just say that. Yeah, you know, fancy movies like For, Rising Sun. No, but other things this, that happen. For a minute you know there, scenes of decadence. All right, okay, all right, all right. Are you actually saying that? It's not fancy to eat sushi off of a nude body. You think it's Eric, you think it's fancier to eat nachos Eric, off a nude I'm body? I'm just saying for a minute there. I thought you were talking about a Dusan Makiev movie or something. <laughs> Oh man, dude, Dusan Makaveev, yeah, these robots are like eating their own shit and stuff. Yeah, That'd be dude, pretty like cool. we have prayer circles Here's or my, whatever. By the way, just to Steve, because Steve made the point, or maybe it was Eric, the thing about the boobs, the yeah. fucking big boobs thing, that's a fucking point right there for robots. Let's yes. just get that out of the way. That's a robot thing. But the other question, the big, one of the enormous questions we doesn't answer is like, they're always robots of the women that they uh, of the women they married, like right. almost exactly. Maybe the boobs are better. Maybe they're in a little bit better shape. But like they are these gorgeous already women, and they keep showing these schlubby guys. And even like Bette Midler says at one point, it's like, why are all these gorgeous like tens married to these nerds? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. And how did never, they get these women in the first? How place? does fucking Matthew Broderick marry M- Nicole Kidman? I mean, how does it marry Sarah Jessica Parker? But that's another question altogether. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how does that happen? How does you know, I mean, John Lovitz and Bette Midler? Even he's punching above his weight. Let's all absolutely. Yes. Are all these guys really that scared of a divorce? <laughs> like, I mean, that's like the yeah, weird thing. Like, why wouldn't you point? Like, the funny thing about it is that, like, yeah, they were like. They're too nervous to get a divorce, but they're not too nervous to kill their wife. There's something yes. funny about well, that. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, like <clears throat> like what Steve said, that they are punching above their weight class there. If they get a divorce, they're obviously not They're not going to get as good as what they have with their uh, wives. But we're also told that these women in their former lives were all hyper-successful themselves. So it's not like they had to marry these dudes for the money. Exactly. They're like yeah. fucking federal judges and running TV networks or whatever else. So like... None of this makes any sense. And also, like the idea, like at some point, Matthew Broderick has this like come to Jesus scene with uh, Nicole Kidman. He's like, "I was always holding your purse. You know what? And I, you know, you, you can't give this Stepford thing one shot. I can't believe it, baby." And it's like, dude, <laughs> you knew who this person was when you married her. Weren't you interested in her like career drive? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, any of that has to make sense. If you married somebody that, that's driven you know what the deal is. You're probably attracted to that, more well, than likely. On top of that, they expect me to believe that because what happens is they have a b- fucking blowout fight. Yes. And he, like, she kind of starts apologizing to him. <laughs> yeah. And rather than just saying, hey, let's get a divorce, yeah. they say, hey, could you not wear the black? 
could you not wear the black anymore, honey? Could you do everything I say? But Kevin, in that argument, what starts that argument is he walks to the front door and he's like, I'm just tired of all of this. You know what? Game over. Marriage over. And he starts walking to the door. And then that's when she's like, Mike! No, that's when she's <laughs> no. like, no, wait a minute. Oh, And they have this like heart to heart on the stairs where they talk about like they haven't fucked in three mm. years or something like that. And also, could you slouch a little bit when you talk to me? It's, it's, I mean, it's like talking to a gosh darn giraffe. It's like talking to Godzilla. <laughs> and, and admittedly, at first I found that hot. But now at this point. Oh, you think it's like a giant woman situation? Oh, it's a little bit. There's a great, I was just looking back no, through some notes here. No, I've got here, the and, little uh, bit. <laughs> Matthew Broderick. No, dude, that guy's got a horse cock. Oh, right, the Banana Republic. My, my apologies. <laughs> I was just looking back through my notes. When they walk in on the fucking, I had one legitimate laugh in this entire movie, and it's when they like they start hearing it, and Roger Bart has a line where he just goes, is that a DVD? <laughs> Which yeah. I thought was pretty funny. Uh, so like now she's trying to fit in with the Stepford Wives, they go to some book club. Oh, the Christmas singing? Yeah. What the fuck? This movie came out in June. There's a there's a daggum Christmas scene And here. there's this whole thing where like Glenn Close is like, you Jewish people. By the way, hi, gay guy. And I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> like, you can't have it both ways. I'm sorry. But yeah, like the idea is like, Christmas is coming. You got to love Christmas, blah, 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 well, blah. Well, Nicole Kidman's like, I just read whatever book and it was great. Yeah. Uh, Lyndon and then she, Johnson oh, memoirs, yeah. by the way. Part First three of, all, of Lyndon no, Johnson you didn't, memoirs. And second of all, they're not good. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I think this is also getting at like, oh, suburban white women just fucking love Christmas. And yeah. now that we're like running the show, we could talk about fucking Christmas all the time. <laughs> of course they do, man. Have you ever been inside a Christmas tree shop? You ever go to one of those stores? Uh, Christmas, yes. 24-7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, you it's, don't get uh, those uh, in uh, metropolitan areas, man. That's a thing built for the what? suburbs. No, they're all over yeah, the city in Midtown. Yeah, you'll find one or two. They're like they, they, Midtown you know, whenever, doesn't count. Whenever the Spirit Halloween stores go out of business yeah. is when they, when they go up. No, but that's seasonal shit, dude. I'm talking about year-round. There are stores where you could just go in in the 4th of July and buy fucking Well, Christmas those are like decorations. usually like small-towny kind of Main Street. There's always a Christmas tree store or a Christmas candle store. I think there's like four of them in our hometown. Well, it, it, but those stores always are packing like... You know, discount Werther's and like <laughs> discount. <laughs> they gotta get Dude, Gavin knows where to go to get discount hard candy, man. Don't worry about it. They're like for the people who are still scared to just like bring in whatever food you're bringing into the movie theater. Like they buy it first there. Uh, Werther, now I want some Werther's originals. I, I thought you might. I will go through a bag of Werther's originals. Oh, Don't even oh, worry about it. I think I've it. had like two in my life. Yeah. Really? Oh, dude, if left yeah, my to my own devices with caramel candies, um, I, I gotta it. say, I'm my with... grandparents died when I was very young. So I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't get the Werther's original. No, no, <laughs> I'm with Jupe and I'm like 92 years old. I love those things. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. There's some cinnamon discs. Oh, ew. Oh, yeah. Man, you got, in a few years, you guys will be opening a fucking Christmas shop. <laughs> No, I think Kevin and I should order, open a candy Dude, store. Dude, that sounds uh, delightful. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, so it's like, we're going to talk about this Christmas book or whatever. And I was like, okay, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. But then this scene will be over with. Oh, Not no. so fast, said the television. Because <laughs> then it's like them, they're all lined up in a row and they're singing Jingle Bells or something. Yeah, well, apparently this scene, this this movie, like, was super contentious. Everybody was fighting the, the entire time. They nobody, all hated Frank Oz. Nobody believed in this movie. How could you? And then he's like, all right. In the next scene, we're all going to do Christmas. And somebody's like, when the fuck do 
we get to the robots? <laughs> or Nicole Kidman does an, an Australian accent or something. <laughs> robots. Or the brain microchip. When yeah, do I what? piss on someone or what? No, it's not great. <laughs> you know what? It's not great. <laughs> it's all right, Steve. The important part is you tried. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that pissing movie, The Paperboy. How, yeah, how it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. I it's, think. It, it, it goes places. It's, good? it's not great. No? No. No, you but there's pee. There's pee. So you guys flushed it? <laughs> you also know it's 2004, by the way, because immediately after this, they have a scene where it's uh, Nicole Kidman, Bette Midler, and Roger Bart, and they're sitting around talking about like making an effort to fit in or whatever, and Roger Bart's like, oh, like we're bonding right here. Well, let me tell you that me and my husband are having problems, yes. blah, 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 and somewhere around here we insert a Viagra joke. Oh, for sure. <sighs> Xanax with a Viagra chaser or some oh, shit like that. Oh, right, because that's a joke, because he goes, because then you're up, and you're up. Yeah. up Flush. Well, he's the first one to get stepped forward. Um, <laughs> yes, that's a, it's a great term. Uh, he goes, he goes to the men's club, and like we kind of sort of see it happen. There's a bunch of Scooby Doo shit in the middle of this movie where Nicole Kidman and Bette Midler, both in their one in their forties, one in well into her f- late fifties, yeah, t- tippy toeing around a goddamn haunted mansion. Because the, don't they also like climb up the side of it? Because they're like in the upstairs. They sneak through a window, and it's like dum, 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 dum. yeah, exactly. like flashlights are around. And yeah. it's literally, and it, to Steve's point, to illustrate it even further, it's a long hallway <laughs> with like nine doors on each side, and they're just going back and forth. <laughs> they go them. in one, and then Frankenstein comes out of it, and they run. <laughs> and then fucking <laughs> mummies chasing them. And Roger Bart gets uh, uh, Stepford did it. And, which doesn't make, I mean, again, like, is this movie about like, you know, like, you're trying to make this like Donna Reed stereotype, right? Like, that's the idea. Right. But then how does it work with gay couples? Because he just turns into like a more of a straight guy. Like, I think that's why they make him so cartoonishly a fet at the beginning of this movie. Because yeah. then when he's Stepford-ed-ed-ed-ed-ed, yeah. uh, he's like, now I'm just a conservative homosexual and I'm running for office. <laughs> running for what? Go. It's weird because he's. they say that he's running like for a senatorial seat. State but, Senate. Yeah. St- oh, is it State it's Senate? Little, yeah. Okay. But he's still just like... Stepford is the future or whatever. And I was like, you're running for larger office than like town council. Yeah, Give us a fuck about Stepford. And you're running for office and you've lived there for what, two weeks maybe? Yeah. Like, um, yes. I was going to say that they give him this whole scenario of him being more straight is like, right. It's just gay conversion therapy or whatever. This is like a yeah. Mike Pence yeah. special. <laughs> the it's, Mike a, Pence. it's a Mike Pence to, white, wet you, dream. You go into the barbershop. Oh, yeah, give me the Mike Pence. They, they give you conversion <laughs> therapy. It's, just, weird. it's weird. It is, it's, it's, it's a, a weird, weird. It's a heavy spice. It's a heavy spice. And Which they don't f- cut back to at all, by the way. There's nothing more about him running for any kind of office or anything. Because the movie's about women. Because he lost you know, the election. <laughs> <laughs> not about, but it's not about, you know, like... It it just it just it doesn't fit. It doesn't doesn't fit at all. It's a, it, it's a different movie. Like if it was about gay couples and them being like converted, you know, that's a different movie. That's that's if great. you want to make like you know, get out but gay. Yes, then do that exactly. Right, can, gay out. Can, like that's can, no the no. Movie. Can you just call it get out but gay? <laughs> <laughs> I like that title. But like it it's got no business in here, and it's just such a fucking obvious and shallow 
move to be yeah. like, look, it's fucking Stepford Wives for the 21st century. There's a gay guy. Yeah, you got to make that the entire movie and the entire right, That's points. the movie. Yeah, yeah like, that is the movie. He's in the Nicole Kidman role. Yes. And it's all about, it's just commentary on gay conversion and how fucking weird that ideology is to yeah, put people like, through that. Exactly, and the shittiness of it. Like That's, that's the movie. A, that's a better movie, honestly. It's a much better movie. It's saying something. I this think, this is not. This, the original did say something. This is not. Look, and here's the thing. Is we're not the right people to make this movie. I, I would never say that, but... Uh, I'll show you the movie. It's called Get Out But Gay. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's also better people that could make that movie. No, no that's what I mean. We're not oh, the right people bro, to make why? it. I'll sell you the idea. I'll sell oh. them the idea. I need a little oh, something. Okay. We, we right. over, <laughs> over the Find title here. Finder's <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a finder's fee. Yeah, uh, I made most of my annual income this year getting a finder's fee for Get Out But Gay. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Roger Bart's a robot, and uh, is it through Roger Bart? No, it's when they te- so they tell uh, uh, Matthew Broderick eventually like what the score is, and the way oh, they- this is the weirdest thing in the world. It's so weird. So the way they do it is we're all ha- drinking fucking neat whiskey and smoking cigars. Yeah. No windows open, by the way, and we got like the game on and whatever. And then they're like, "So you like living in Stepford, bud? Mm-hmm. Everything going good? Blah blah blah." And so then, so it's like, Matthew Broderick, do you like the battle bots we have here? Right. So they've they've done a little gambling, like whoever wins this battle bots round, yes. like gets twenty bucks. So Walken or somebody's like, "Hey, Greg, don't you owe Matthew Broderick twenty clams?" And he's like, "Oh, right. Hey, babe, can you come in here?" And like this woman walks in. And he gives this woman his fucking debit card, he and he's like, "I puts need- it in her mouth." He <gasps> just gives it to her. She does oh, all oh, of this, right, yeah. and it's just like, "Hey, babe, you know my pin number. Can you get me twenty bucks?" And she puts it in her mouth and pulls it out, and then there's a bunch of like machine noises, and twenty singles spits out. To which Matthew Broderick's reaction is nothing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is when I like shit my pants and run out of this house, and yes. he's, his line is. Oh, it's all in singles. I was surprised by the singles as well. That would have been, been my second question. But also, first, what the fuck? Second, now, singles. Now, Matthew Broderick, you know how we just played Battle Bots? Now, what if I told you you could fuck one of those Battle Bots? <laughs> I guess could I fuck the Crusher? You guys know how dirty money is, too? Yes. Like you're gonna really you're you're making a sex bot and you're 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 destroying the mouth with the with the, the dirty money. The questions I have about like you're telling me these lunatics who do everything for money wouldn't just fucking take axes to these robots and pull out all the cash. But like, well, where's the they, money what, coming from? Somebody's got to find There's got to be cash in them. Dude, I would love it if this, they just got to a scene where it's like that couple at home and two dudes roll up in an armored car and it's one guy is leaning down opening this woman's stomach and the other dude is standing there with a gun just looking around. Oh man, and then two meth heads tip yeah. her over? <laughs> it makes no fucking sense because that's not even a... That's no literally yeah. no man's fantasy is I can get money out of my wife's mouth. Uh, all right, very few men. I was gonna say, Steve, check 4chan before you make a statement like that. But it's just like, what are we talking about? And that, by the way, that's another point for robots. Yeah, that's a robot thing. That's a robot. Thing. Steve hasn't checked uh, Reddit r slash money mouthers. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh boy, she's a money mouther. I want one of those. And- uh, it's like an age gap love thing, like the granny shagger. <laughs> oh, the granny shagger. It's a granny shagger. Now you got the money. Dude, l- money t- mouthers? Money. <laughs> Isn't it, wait, that was a George Clooney movie, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Him and jo- <laughs> directed by Jody Foster. All right, I'm going to get you through this money mouth situation. Just keep on, keep them on the air. Uh, the, who's in the control booth in that? It's not Julia Jody Roberts. It's Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, who's the guy? It's George uh, Clooney. No, 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 the other Jack, guy. Uh, yeah, the guy trying to tip George Clooney over so that he could get the money out of his mouth. From seventy one. Oh, Jack, whatever, Jack go. Connell or O'Donnell or yeah, something so, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, so the next kind of thing is like we go to Bette Midler's house and Nicole Kim is like, I don't know about this whole situation. By the way, everyone has kids and it makes and it, it's useless. Yeah, like Nicole Kidman has children. They aren't characters, which is fine. They're but it's props. also like, they, they, they are props. They, they, well, you forget they they're even in this movie. They're in like two scenes, maybe. Well, at some point, she's Only. like, oh, they're at summer camp. Like fucking when? But other kids aren't. Like all, it should be like, oh, they're down the road. All the kids go to the Stepford Lake summer camp at exactly. the same time, that yeah. makes- and just get those kids out of this movie because like Bette Midler and John Lovitz have like these three like plump little a triplets, rude of hogs. Like, it's disgusting, these, and that's the whole joke with them is. That they're just fucking fat. Yeah. It's, it's. <laughs> well, I was a fat kid at the time too, and this rang true because the one fat kid goes, they they give him some Star Wars action figures, and he yeah. goes, "Where's Boba Fett?" I think that, <laughs> I was she like, had Holy Mace shit. Windu though. Come well, on, th- this is the other thing. So like, uh, well, Mace Windu, please. That scene is it's the Bette Miller scene we kind of talked about already. When, after she gets like flipped, oh, like, she's she's also She's Stepford. This is when we actually have the deleted scene that we talked about earlier, where she becomes a lawnmower and has a. What does that look like? But is she just like? It's her legs. Her legs turn into like a push mower. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say she was like flipped over and she was just eating grass. <laughs> she's not a she, she's not a rider. If that's what you're asking, you can't mount her. In she the turns yard. into like a Thomas the Tank Engine kind of thing, and John Lovitz is just riding her. And then Dana Loresh or whatever the fuck puts a goddamn clan hood over. <laughs> oh, oh god! Right. I I I tangentially know what you're talking about. But oh, it's just another thing from domestic terrorist Dana Loesch. Oh, right. Right, yes. So the uh, the thing is like you know Nicole Kidman's like I think something's going on in the Stepford house. Let me go to my friend Bette Midler. Uh oh, it's uh, she's a robot, and like she her house is clean where it was shown as dirty before. And these three fat kids come in and they're like mom, mom, and she's like oh here you go kids. Here's your your all these crazy lunches that you wanted, and here's your action figures, Mace Windu and Amidala. He's like no Boba Fett. Like they were out. Here's five hundred dollars. Now here's my question. Mm-hmm. Is well, a you know, yeah, they're just selling prequels, uh, <laughs> action figures in Stepford. Yeah, that's well, Frank, up. Frank Oz this, is like, yeah, man, I get, I get a little something <laughs> if I burn get. this town to the ground. I agree with that. But, uh, Frank, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to call and thank you, bud. Uh, saw Stepford Wives, loved it. Uh, but I also love the fact we're only selling prequels toys. <laughs> Thanks love- for supporting the prequels. You know, Frank, I'm getting a lot of heat for those movies. <laughs> well, you know, Revenge of the Sith's coming out next summer, and for some reason, a bunch of people years later will say it's good when it's not. <laughs> Frank? Frank? I just hear a tone. I don't think so. Wait, oh, no, Frank, Lu- Frank Oz never hangs up on George Lucas. Ooh. 
Oh yeah, dude. Right. You those prequels are rotten with Yoda. He's an awesome. All those yeah. movies. Dude, you don't look right. a gift horse in the mouth like mouth like that, man. He's getting a fucking Christmas card every and year, and he doesn't have to put his a- his hand up. Nothing. He's That's like, true. oh, CG, love it. He doesn't have to put his ass anywhere either, <laughs> except in the fucking recording booth. But no, so like the idea is like, oh yeah, she's like such a great mom or like such a subservient mom to her male kids. Again, male, female, whatever. But she's like. She's giving away this money, and I'm like, that's not something. Like, that's not like, that's not what a good mother is, even like by like Donna Reed standards. Well, you know she, what I mean? Like, right. giving away five hundred bucks. Like, the that's Beave not, never got five hundred bucks. Ki- is the idea? Are the kids programming the mom, or is the dad thought, programming? Well, that was the, the thing. Mom. I was like, are the kids in on it, or is Lovitz just like, all right, boys, listen up. Well, this is what is, we can do with that, your mother. Is now. that mouth just printing money, man? Well, that's yeah. the thing. I think she's got the bank uh, in her now, oh, and she just fucking spit out. She money mouthed. Well, all right, so you got you got money mouth. Got bank, <laughs> right? Right to the tune of that other song. You got that. You got money mouth. That's that's. These are all my fetishes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a money mouth, yep. lawnmower feet, beer in her heart. <laughs> Run me over and spit money on me. Just 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 fucking grind my feet into pulp while you spew like fucking cocaine twenty dollar bills in my face. I you know I I didn't want to say it, but no, this Steve's been so. Just, I love sparks coming out of the head. Oh, absolutely, just gets me going every time, yeah. every day. Yeah, I love reaching into my wife's chest cavity <laughs> to pull out ice cold shit beer. <laughs> So uh, Nicole Kidman finds out about the Stepford thing. This is when she like realizes all the women were were w- at one point high powered, really smart women by using the internet. Ah. She's doing a bunch of internet searches, and then Matthew Barnes like, "All right, we'll leave tomorrow, but go to sleep first. And she goes to bed, and she gets kidnapped by all these dudes. There's right? a weird thing, like kind of around here, I think, where he like locks her in the house or whatever. Yeah. Where like she goes to open the door and it's locked and yeah. like she doesn't know the code. Ooh. There's a weird um There's a weird deleted scene wherein Oh God with the deleted scenes. It's Matthew Broderick outside. He's having second thoughts. He's talking to two of the dudes and he's like, Is it worth it? They're like, Yeah, it's worth it. I will tell you one thing, if you had to. Spend the extra money and get the cigarette lighter function. I wish I did too. And I'm like, what the fuck? Nobody's smoking in this movie. Like you have those cigars, <laughs> but like the women aren't allowed in the men's club. So what good is the fucking function of the lighter feature? And do I really? Do you need? Like you already got the money, mouth. You got the lawnmower feet. Do you really need to shoot fire as well? Especially also, if you're putting your unit near it. First of all, if I if I'm building a robot person, yes. I want a helicopter head. That's like a number one. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Here's my question though, because that deleted scene is the only time any of this is mentioned. Apparently, they're charging for this. Yeah, like somebody would have to make money. For from something but they're forcing you into this shit that's the other thing that you want in this movie too is like hey Matthew Broderick yeah. uh, here's a picture of Jerry and his family you know what? what Jerry's deal was Jerry said no to us yeah. and we fucking buried him under the lake or something you well, know what I mean there's something funny to be had there though of like there's a salesman there yeah, that like exactly. tells you what you can get the features you, and with your wife. oh yeah what? you want the lighter fingers <laughs> traveling salesman doing this well, but there towards the end of the movie Christopher Walken does have have a presentation like a film that he shows this is insane. and I think he mentions that Stepford is like the start and then he's going to take it national and uh, then I guess make money off of it these are like the prototypes yeah it's even it's, though he's not actually even behind it's this. his first big push and it, it's doing very well I, I give him that but 
Trust me, I know it sounds like you would lose any and all erections or sexual interaction with, with a thing that turned into a lawnmower, but trust me, my friend, you will want that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not just an, ex- an expensive fleshlight. It's much more than that. It's a much more complicated machine. Oh, so is she kidnapped? I thought she just wandered into the men's oh, maybe association that's what it is. house. Yeah, yeah she probably wants... Uh, you're probably right. Because then like, she walks in and she sees... She finds... Well, she does this thing like, where are my children? I'm like, who are your children? Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, le- they left the movie, man. <laughs> Uh, no, because she has a thing. Earlier in the film, her and Bette Midler, when they're upstairs in the clubhouse, mm-hmm. they see all the paintings of all the husbands, yes. and they're all like with the wives and the kids and blah, blah, blah. She walks in, and she discovers a painting uh, of Matthew Broderick, the kids, and her with the long, blonde, flowing hair. From the cover of the movie. Right. Which she has for like... Four minutes in this yeah. film. Uh, yeah, so she goes, and like this is the big reveal. The dudes all come out like a fucking cult. And uh, Christopher Walken plays this video. And, and the fucking 1960s kitsch, you can fucking keep it. Yeah, it's so stupid. He also kind of has a, like, that hurt John yeah, kind of yeah. moment. Because he's supposed to, like, what is he doing? He's, like, giving a thumbs up to himself in the video. Yeah, it's like he thumbs up to the other guy in the video. And like the, and the idea is, like, oh, yeah, we put your wife in this in this area. And then she comes at a different person. And we don't say robot, but we don't not say robot. We do show, we like. We say microchip. And he's we saying show microchips. Br- we, they yeah. show brains. Yes, with Cartoon microchips. brains with cartoon microchips being attached to it. And he even says it. He's like, you put the microchips on. <laughs> That's it. I mean, yeah. there's well, yeah. there's also a weird thing in the video where it's like you put your wife into this like sensory deprivation tank female Im- thing, female improvement system. Yeah, like, yeah. He has a whole mark. You maniac! You made a whole marketing thing in front of this. He's got this promo video, yeah, right? sure. and the guy is leaving his fucking wife remote out in the living room in case a cop comes in. <laughs> That's a good point. This was going to be like the inaugural Kickstarter. <laughs> Didn't really take off yet, but this would have been the start. But the, the the weird thing is also like so. Yeah, it's it's, it's we we say it's uh, chips in the brain. But then, like, there's this robo Nicole Kidman that is shown yep. eyeless and creepy as all hell. Again, somebody spent a lot of money on this thing. $90 million went into this movie. It looks pretty good. It's but actually it- a scary part of the mo- the movie because, yes. like, the eyes open and there's just holes there. Yes. And, and it's, it's pretty cool. But, like, what is that? Is that what yeah. she's supposed to become? Is that what she's not supposed well, to become? See, the only good thing in this movie is them doing something from the original movie. Yes. Well, the eyeless thing is from the original, yes. right? Because I think that was on like the poster or something. Yeah. Well, that... what, what we didn't see, of course, and this is very important, is that Matthew Broderick went down there with a whole thing of wigs <laughs> and dresses and stuff for her to change very quickly while uh, she's down there well, the, into this exact re- replica. Well, that's, that's what happens. They go. They, there's a like a weird twist. like platform thing where they, they they kiss each other. She like kind of kisses him goodbye. She's like, I will do this for you to keep the marriage together or something right and they go down they go down and we cut to like two days later and she's in a, a grocery store yes uh shopping for fucking alphabets by the way here's an idea don't eat alphabets because they're fucking disgusting no get out of here Al- what you know what Wait, why don't i just what? cut open a corrugated cardboard box and put it in milk for you dude alphabets are delicious alphabets are fucking disgusting this they're just like frosted cheerios are you talking about the english language what's going on here <laughs> alphabets. alphabets the cereal the what it's it a, was just like little wheat little cereal word, little shaped letters. like letters. Yeah, little letters. And they were frosted? It's delicious. Yeah, I have never eaten an yeah, alphabet. Oh, get on alphabets. Oh, man, I'm, Steve, I can't believe I'm this. I'm anti-alphabet. <laughs> you know what I like? Alpen. <laughs>
What? I like Alpen. What is that? Isn't that like, like a granola type thing? Yeah, it's little got like bit? little oats. It's oh, got sure. some See, little I, I took you dried for a grape fruit. nuts, man. Oh, I was grape a big nuts. grape nuts what a dude. Bag I was of sand. I was a huge. Dude, let me grape tell nuts you, these fan. these huge, fucking all huge. natural and organic cereals mm-hmm. where we're just dumping trail mix in a box and calling it cereal. Thanks, but no thanks. It's really good though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying, but it's really good. Fucking disgusting trail mix as cereal. I think we I lost. Think so. I, I lost the thread. I apologize. Well, okay. But- so you were saying that you dislike this cereal. You know what I hate is that goddamn. What's that frog? Golden oh, oh, smacks. Golden smacks. oh, honey smacks? Honey smacks. That's too sweet. Shoot it's it to the moon. Sweet. It's not even sweet. It tastes like shit. It's like <laughs> shit honey in smacks the box. are also great. No, they're As not. is Golden Crisp because they're just the same cereal. Oh, that's the yeah, See, now it's that right. I understand your flavor profile, I will take Steve's side. <laughs> <laughs> Alphabets are clearly wrong. Were the Golden Crisp the one with the bear that punched? I don't I know if he was hitting <laughs> things. <laughs> What doesn't wasn't Can't it like get enough of that golden? Because he had a oh, cool blue T-shirt. Oh, right, on. Yeah, that yeah. dude was like fucking abducting children with that fucking no, cadence. That, guy, <laughs> that guy's voice. That guy was awesome, dude. He was just high as a kite, eating cereal all the time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, look at know, one. Dude. Look at one cartoon of that golden crisp fucking bear. Hey. He's high as a kite. Hey there, kids. You want some cereal? I can't go near a school. <laughs> All right, where do we stand on Frosted Flakes and Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Both delicious. Yeah, I, both. I, am, I was trying to find some common ground, and there I think we've established both it. delicious. Steve? Uh, Steve? Frosted Flakes, yes. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, no. Jesus oh, Christ, Steve. It's fine for the first two bites, but then it's like mm, soft it little, nothing. Oh. oh, I love when it's soft. Oh. Then you can get more on the spoon. Oh, mm. no. Oh, you know what? I do think it should be a little harder. So honey I nut- understand your point. <laughs> honey Nut Cheerios, man. That's fine. That, that is I think that's the uh, universal. I think we could, Chris, do we agree? Yes. All right. All right. I think Just we're, to stop this. I think we're done here. <laughs> y- yes, I will recommend. Uh, what, what did you just say? Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> yes. There yes. It is. Also, I like Apple Jacks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Apple Jacks are fine. Apple Jacks are pretty oh, good. Oh, here we go. We Sweet. got another one. Fruit we hate I- movies. Breakfast party. So, um, ABB, dude. <laughs> All right, ABB. <laughs> It's for the, the uh, sleepover later. Yeah, we're not talking about the movie anymore, Steve. We're talking about cereals. <laughs> we go to some Welcome big... back to Crunchcast. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I'll do the Crunchcast with you gentlemen any old day of the week. Yes. I love the idea of the sleepover. It's not going to happen, but it should happen soon. <laughs> uh, It'll never happen. No. Uh, the, so we cut, o- cut to this big party. Right. And like the, uh, the brainwashed Nicole Kidman is there. It's like a coming out ball. Yes. And like now everyone's in the fold, so everyone's kind of a bit more brazen about everything. And Matthew Broderick, who's the hero of this movie all of a sudden, <laughs> goes down while uh, Nicole Kidman distracts, distracts Christopher Walken and like starts doing something with pressing the wrong button. He's just mashing buttons sure. on a touchscreen. That's all he's doing. And like all of a sudden, all these women, like there's some blue shit that happens on them. And they're like, no. say, this is a bunch of horse malarkey. As opposed <laughs> to either A, being robots, or B, being like, I don't know, like fucking, what the fuck? And Screaming. like literally trying to cut somebody's head off. Roger Bart this- has like the strongest reaction. And he just goes, what am I wearing? Yes, exactly. And um, actually, one of the deleted scenes actually shows one of, I think it's Faith. Hill, Faith Ford, Faith Hill, Faith, Faith Hill, Hill. Uh, like with a robot hand choking her husband, 
But they cut that, I think, because they didn't know what this movie was. Because Christopher Walken's fucking Jurassic Park video is just talking about yeah. microchips. And also, wouldn't they just be brain dead? You put these fucking <laughs> yeah. microchips in their brain, and yeah. now they're gone. It's, it's not like he's an accomplished... He's just a dude. <laughs> just, just a dude in Connecticut. He's <laughs> a mad scientist. They should all just be... All these women should just be drooling, sitting in a corner. I want to see the, the fuck-up ones, right? Yeah. Like, that's at the, uh, like the, the step... For like mental health hospital um, or whatever, it's just like women with huge fucking grody scars yeah, on their dude, heads. It's Dahmer Town. <laughs> totally, he's got them all in like big back the tanks. <laughs> just oh, dropping LSD on brains, dude. So Chris Frog was like, "Oh no, I've been found out. You've ruined it." And then like somehow he is revealed to be a robot. I guess someone hits him in the head with a pipe or something. Oh, that's right, no or shovel he, or something. That's right. He's he's gonna hit uh, Matthew Broadwick with something, uh-huh. and then Nicole Kidman knocks his head off with a fucking like uh, with a pipe and something. It's like, yeah. And then like Glenn Close comes out. She's like, "No, it was me the whole time." And like, I guess I caught my husband cheating on me, and I went crazy. During this scene, I immediately checked IMDb trivia because I was certain something would be there and it wasn't because we do have a <laughs> shot of Christopher Walken standing there without a head. Right. I was waiting for that. Hmm. Um, you know, he was also uh, the headless horseman. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. totally yeah. right. I was shocked. I was shocked it wasn't there. That's a fun trivia fact. There is a bad trivia trivia fact oh. about um it's uh what should we call it? It's Matthew Broderick in that the fight scene with Nicole Kidman. He's like, that's it, game over, marriage over. And it's like, this is obviously a reference to the movie War Games. I'm like, no, it's not! And shut the fuck up! I am the trivia. What a yeah. reference to war games? That is dumb. That's oh. even worse than the Sleepy Hollow connection. That person should be banned from the imdb not enough bannings man so glenn close is like yeah yeah something something my husband was cheating on me all i envisioned she says quote a world of romance and beauty and i guess she was like she says that she was like all the other women in in this town she was a big success she was the most successful brain surgeon in the world um and then she kisses Christopher Walken's robot head and much like his character Max Shrek is electrocuted. To oh death. nice, yeah, another another trivia fact. It's a fun trivia. Oh, <laughs> trivia facts. I just love movie trivia. <laughs> See, I want every time I read that for one of those facts, I want that to happen. <laughs> trivia. And like that's kind of and then we cut to of course because uh, you could not <laughs> no. keep him out of us of a movie. You could not keep him out. Larry fucking King. Yep. Six months oh later, her, Nicole Kidman, uh, Midler, and Roger Bart uh, are on Larry King Live. Who would, by the way, 110% get a sex robot. He absolutely would. <laughs> he would uh, be totally, he'd be way into this idea. How young you got him? <laughs> All right, I guess that'll do. Never. My sex robot ain't been born yet. Uh, oh, but so then it's like, so Nicole Kidman has produced like, an award-winning, hard-hitting documentary for television about this. I am here with the Justice League. No, wait, what? Who's it? The, the Ninja? No, uh, Cloverfield. Oh, no, the Stepford Wives, everyone. <laughs> Remember when I spoke with the Ghostbusters? <laughs> that is my supreme movie cameo. I am here with Daffy Duck. <laughs> Now, Daffy, have you tried my bagel shop open on Fairfax? Now, you know, we get the water from Brooklyn. You I am talking to Wayne and Garth. <laughs> Roger Rabbit, have you ever actually had a shave and a haircut? 
And did you, sir, actually pay two bits for it? All right, exploding fat lady head from Total Recall. Hello, ma'am. Uh, sitting back in the chair with me again for the next hour, Flubber. <laughs> my just my guest, flubber. just Flubber. Not the scientist who made Flubber, just Flubber. My guest tonight is whatever Slither is. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, but I'm sure I'm in it. Uh, yeah, but no, he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, you wrote... You know, you wrote what is she, no? She made it a movie. And then Slither she danced the night away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was that Casey Kasem in Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters danced the night away uh, with a bunch of models in Times Square. Uh, Happy yes. New Year! Uh, uh, they also caught the soul of a dog named Snuggles. <laughs> Uh, no, Nicole Kidman made a documentary about oh, right. the situation and an expose, a a Geraldo in the eighties esque expose. It's like speaking of Wayne and Garth, somebody hit super happy ending because everybody wins. Exactly, Bette Midler has written a, a series of books that have been quite successful, and then Roger Bart and his husband sen- are doing something. Well, no, with he it. won the senatorial seat apparently oh, as did himself. Oh. Yes. Oh, I missed that. And, and it's like who? I mean. And they're like, he's going to be the next president. Wink it a wink, wink. Who cares? Right. But like, I, it's it's a it should be a dark satire. Somebody should be dead. Like you someone know? should uh, kill Lovitz. Who or, fucking cares? Or just end it with. I mean, if this expose is actually out there and people have seen it, all these motherfuckers are in jail. Exactly. Yeah. All exactly. Of them. All the all the husbands are going to jail. Totally. But I think instead be, of that, yeah. What oh. do we have? What are they uh, doing instead, Eric? We should get a tactical nuclear strike. <laughs> that's that's also a very right? good. Just idea. like AVP wreck, right? Yes. They should just bomb this town. But, but I, I am think here with the predator gang. <laughs> oh, I'm, I got a correction from the home office. I'm talking to the Predalian. <laughs> oh. uh, predator. Oh, I'm sorry. Wolf. <laughs> Wolf. May I ask you, what the fuck is that blue stuff? I hate it. Love it the at the blue. same time. Well, the blue st- I use it to cover up crime scenes. And yes, thank you, Larry. I for calling me wolf because I want what you want, civilization. <laughs> I'm here talking with gremlins. <laughs> Several gremlins. What's this little furry one? Is that a gra- Oh, it's got to eat first. <laughs> well, you know there's a bagel shop on Fairfax. <laughs> I'm here talking with a CGI representation of Weird Al. <laughs> Parodying the Money for Nothing video in UHF. <laughs> I'm here tonight with the CGI Mama Duke. <laughs> oh, no, oh, man. Tonight I am joined with Karen Carpenter, at, well, the Barbie doll version of Karen Carpenter from the, the, the Todd Haynes movie, Karen Carpenter Story. Excellent. So, what do you uh, think of the Dodgers this year? <laughs> But yes, the last scene is all of the men, not not Broderick because he's a beautiful baby angel man, but, uh, it, but it's Lovitz and all these other dudes like uh, in being... the grocery store trying to get like groceries together and like, if I don't get this, she'll kill me. And then I think it's Nicole Kidman's voice comes with a loudspeaker. It's like, no talking, just shopping. And oh, I'm is like, it her voice? Or it's some lady's voice. And it's like, what are we talking Dude, about? Dude, the last shot of this movie is like a security camera angle of yeah. a grocery store. Yeah. 
Fuck you, everybody. Come on. I can't believe how much of a disaster this was. It's outrageous that this was like, just, you know what? Admit defeat and fucking file it away. Shelve it. Just if, never if, release it. If only there was Netflix in 2004. Oh, right. Yes. I mean, they well, would have. They were DVDs, I guess. But if only there were streaming. Start to finish, just awful. Horrible. And it's like, yeah. um, there are so many ways to update the concept of that cast. movie. Wasting a great cast. Wasting a great concept. Yeah, sure. You can update that concept for 2004 yes. in some way if anybody thought about it for two little minutes. We're in the, we're in the fucking heaps of the one of the worst presidencies of all time. Like, maybe make it a little bit political. Political, maybe we get some Bush stuff in there. Maybe. Some I mean, do more shit. How about anything? How about anything would be great. And figure out, first and foremost, <laughs> if it's a robot or if it's microchips. So I'm guessing you're not recommending this film. <laughs> no, uh, I would not. It's, it's, it's really dreadful. It's a real <laughs> dreadful watch. It's possibly the most painful 96 minute. Like, <laughs> I, I, I thought that was going to be the blessing here, is yeah. that I was going to be in and out of this it thing. It feels long. It felt so fucking long. Uh, no, don't watch it. Yeah, I'm also a no. I mean, see the 75 film if you want to, but it's also a little long, but it's better. It does I'm the sure concept right. Yeah. It's so funny, though, because like the one thing I will give this movie, I didn't think it felt long because like I saw this in the theaters and I didn't remember a thing about it. But when it was like clearly wrapping up, I was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, thank God. It I makes was- no sense to be wrapping up right mm-hmm. now, but I'll take it. I was doing this last night, and I was pausing to do laundry, and I was like so excited to pause to do laundry. Oh, dude, when you're excited for a pause, yeah, <laughs> like, you were letting it all hang out. I would just let that baby ride. <laughs> just keep, you know what? Don't pause it. <laughs> that is the Stepford Wives from 2004, directed by Frank Oz. If you want more We Hate movies, check us out on the Headgum Network, or find us over on whmpodcast.com, and of course. For bonus content, patreon.com slash we hate movies. Uh, rate review wherever you get us. We would greatly appreciate that. Now, Steve Sadak, uh, as always, the program runs on. Next week, what do we got going on? Well, we are in the spooktacular, ladies oh and gentlemen. Oh, my God. It's, it's finally Rungo. upon us. Oh, shit. It finally. is finally upon us. So many people already super psyched, by the way, which I'm loving the enthusiasm for the 2018 spooktacular. I would say turn it down on it. No. <laughs> And we are going to do Hellraiser 3. Ooh. Finally. So this is a Chris Cabin pick. Oh, God. Ooh, I'm excited. I've, never seen, I've only seen Hellraiser Ooh. 1 and the Lance Henriksen uh, video Superman game one. one. Yeah. With Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is a stay tuned and a half. But I'm excited to start a little early here. Start a little I early. I am not excited for this at all. You shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember which one. Is this the one where it's like three different time periods? Is this no, Bloodline? No, that's Bloodline. That's the later one. This oh. one is Hell on Earth and it, uh, the, the CD massacre that we'll talk about. Oh, I'm excited about that. Is this the one where the dude from Baby Cakes is like a private detective? Mm, or like yes. a scuzzy Craig cop Sh- or something? Craig Craig Sheffer, Sheffer, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. Ooh. Well, I guess we'll find out next week when the spooktacular kicks off with Hellraiser 3. Until then, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sexbot, Chris Cabin, Eric Siska. I'll just say Thank that. You. 100% you, family friendly comedian. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Take it easy. That was a headgum podcast.